University of Maryland Global Campus was established to bring a respected state university education to working adults at home and abroad. 70 years ago, we sent professors overseas to educate service members and their families on military installations and on the front lines. Today, we're online because that's where working adults need us, that's where you need us. We'll support your commitment to being a successful student with services that fit your lifestyle, and we offer more than 90 programs and specializations for where you are and where you want to be. University of Maryland University College is now University of Maryland Global Campus. We go the distance because times have changed, but what we're made for hasn't. UMGC offers online support for veterans, including resources at the Veterans Resource Center, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, virtual advising, transfer credits, and lifetime career services. Speak to our dedicated military and veterans advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. We're late. We're late for very important dates. Get this goddamn show going. <laughs> it's my musical right there. I'm sure y'all are singing. <laughs> On this movie review strap. Ganza, 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 Ganza. Ganza, baby. Ganza, Ganza. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? Where is my show? <laughs> Oh, people, I am so sorry, and I do apologize to you. I'm very aware that we are very much behind. Not to make excuses, but I thought we had one movie to do today, and they and movies are already long, and they spent the middle of the day, right when I was trying to finish this one movie, they said, oh, oh that took a here's while, another one. Here I am, and I'm done, and all I have to do is just press send, and wait, what is this? Oh, yeah, what over there, and I looked at the running time, I'm like, well, there's some... Bunch of people just singing and shit. Uh, what, two hours? God damn. <laughs> two and a half hours of people jumping around singing about prom. <laughs> like, How long can you sing about prom? Well, you know, I thought about that too. I was like, oh, wow, this is kind of long. And I was like, well, if you'd paid to see it on Broadway, it'd, it'd be 30 minutes longer. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. You better not be an hour and a half. You paid $400 for some yeah, you're shit. Goddamn right. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, stop, stop clapping, stop clapping, yeah, stop yeah. clapping. You're going to do another act. Throw some more songs up there. <laughs> Shit, if I got to get up there with y'all. Come on, y'all. Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da. And a one, and two, three, four. <laughs> I'll be goddamn if you walk off this stage today. Today. <laughs> Bring your ass back. <laughs> yeah, man. No, people. Two long-ass <laughs> movies today I had to watch, man. So I was done with one. I had to start another one. They said yeah, that, that man, the movie's coming out Friday. Yeah, I think Mank was longer than Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> longer than the movie we're talking about. Man. <laughs> we made a movie Shit, about one, a movie. Yeah, one movie about a prom that's long and one movie about an old-ass film that came out years ago. Motherfucker don't even know it probably exists. You gonna know now. <laughs> <laughs> Mank. Who the hell is Mank? <laughs> what he got to say for two hours? <laughs> oh, people. Uh, good to have you here today, though. I am one of your critiques tonight, Corey Coleman. Over here is Martin Thomas. Hey there. I, well, I like that hat. He got that hat on, man. I love I do, that I hat. I do, I do. Well, I said, what hat will go good with this shirt? It does. And this hat just kind of floated up. 
with a little halo around it. I was like, you. No. <laughs> <laughs> little sparkles and everything. <laughs> no, I love yeah. it, man. I look like those paint swatches where it goes from dark to light. Right, right. <laughs> but I, I've always loved that hat, man. I mean, if you try to turn around, I said, don't you turn that shit back. <laughs> no, don't you don't no, do that. No, no, this. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to cock it to the side and just leave oh. it there. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> look like one of those little rascals. <laughs> no, that's, that's way worse. <laughs> no, I love that hat, though, man. Not even lying. You were very well coordinated today. Thank you, thank you. And here I am, old jeans and T-shirts up here. Hey, man, it works for you. Yeah, 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 yeah keep the, it the classics. Oh, well, let me see. I'm, I'm like your boy in a... And uh, Ma, well, I don't know if y'all saw Ma Rainey. There's a point, I've been singing this all day. There's a point, Ma Rainey, uh-huh. where your boy Chadwick Boseman, at the beginning of the movie, he uh, went across the street, saw a pair of kicks oh, yeah. that he likes. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. He cleaned, and he walked in late, late for rehearsal. It's a movie where you got Ch- Chadwick Boseman, his last film, where he uh, he's, in a, he's in a blues band trying to get his own songs made. Mm-hmm. And he walks in late as hell, people waiting on him. And the first thing, he don't say hi to nobody, anything. he walks in talking about, Ooh, I got me some shoes. Be like, fuck them shoes. Yeah, like you spent a whole week day on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid ass. Yeah, put them shoes down. Pick that trumpet up and play some fucking music. Unless you're gonna blow into them shoes <laughs> and make some notes. But that's what I was like today. I was walking around because I I finally got him in. I was like, yeah, I got me some shoes. <laughs> got me I, some big ass boots. I thought, thought I thought they were new. It's yeah, these are new. I, I got a new pair of boots today myself. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Now, oh, all right. We'll get to y'all. How y'all doing? Oh, they're yelling and screaming. All right. Yeah, I got these new boots in, man. I like, I like these them. boots right here. Yeah, it's getting cold out there. I so know. it's boots weather. Yeah, man. So I had to go out there and do that. Oh, folks, let's see what you got here though. People, we've been talking about ourselves. How rude. Y'all running behind. You're late. And I look at y'all just talking to each other like we ain't even here. I'm sorry. All right, y'all. Here you go, people. Please welcome the people who make all double toasted things possible. I'm talking about the chat fam starring the OG chat in them side bitches. How y'all doing? Why is rerun in there? Because you turn your hat to the side. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. How y'all doing? What's up? What is that you? you that's to leave, Martin. Martin ain't got no overalls. They all stop there. Man, y'all messed with this man yesterday with that puppet. That puppet. <laughs> Even I looked at that and I was like, man, I'm not showing him that shit. I mean, they, put, they made me do it. But sure. I saw this press like, man, I don't, that don't even make no sense. No. They, the, the chat had me show a, a puppet to Martin. And it, had, and it didn't have nothing that you have Now, on. was it the chat or was it just one or two people? It was one person. Who showed it to the chat? <laughs> and then the chat was like, put it up there. Oh, you know how it is. Once you make a big deal about something, yeah. I man, do it. Do it. Because if I hadn't said anything, it probably wouldn't have been like, ah, whatever. All right, you didn't say nothing. Sure. But I was like, I had said, man, I ain't showing that to him. Oh, you got to show it now. <laughs> so it, it was a, it didn't have the same hat on. It, the dude had a plate on his head, <laughs> had hair on the side, mm-hmm. had a plaid shirt. You don't wear no plaid. I don't have a plaid shirt. And now they're sitting up here making you a goddamn, not just a train conductor, but a Lego train. You ain't got no scarf on. You ain't got no overalls. No. You ain't got no hat like that on. No, no goatee. They just saw, what they, they saw blue. You ain't, you ain't yellow. Well, you high I yellow. Mean, high, yeah. I was like, oh shit, it's here. Comes. Uh, 
Yeah, people. Now, I see y'all trying to get that train going. What side bitches we have here tonight? We got, okay, that's more like it right there. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, Lego Martin right, right there. Fair, there there you enough. go. There y'all go. It's, it's not quite there, but it's close <laughs> enough. You know what? After yesterday, I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, just, just just be quiet. Just, okay, that yeah, yeah, shit. You kind of meet me halfway or somewhere. <laughs> well, it's, it's sort of on message. While, so. while the getting is good. <laughs> Who we got here today, though? We got Sammy G233, Mayor Rules, Brad Bear. What's going on? Cosmo Khan, the glucose guy. Tragedy Mask. I'm sorry. We're trying to make it a little bit better for you so it's not so tragic. Uh, Austinic talking shit. See, that's why I met, that's why I fuck with you, Austin. Cause well, Austinic, yeah, because he'll sit back like we put it on we, when we cut on the our Discord where Austinic, one of our toasties, we put it up that he just smiling. Hey, uh, twelve ounce mouse. Let me, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anything you need, man. Just let me know, and then I cut it off. He's like, yeah, fuck you, Corey. Oh he, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And the camera's not on him. He turns into one of them trolls. Yeah, he sure does. Yeah, just talking <laughs> shit. Um, anyway. I see you, man. I see you. You got that backstabbing. Give me Snickers. Julian, my son, a.k.a. Real Cobra Star. Not to be confused with the fake Cobra Star out there, whoever that may be. <laughs> Did he say the origin of that name? No, it don't, it don't make no sense. Don't ask. Don't you're, right, you're right. You're right. And, uh, you're right. Julian, you're my son. I love but it don't make no sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you're, you're right. It'll be one of those when I, once I get the explanation, I was like, I was better off not knowing. <laughs> It's so true. Julian just, because Julian don't make no sense anyway at the time. Julian asked me the other day, we were on the stream from Monday night, and he asked me, he's like, hey man, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna PlayStation 3? And I was like, you were there. You handed me my PlayStation 5. What the fuck? I want your dusty ass PS3. Mm-hmm. Man, I throw in these games, these old ass games I'm never gonna play. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I just need to get out the way. Well, put that shit on Craigslist or something. <laughs> Do I look like Craig to you? <laughs> he crabby cracking up. Hey, y'all keep it going. Y'all keep that. Let's get, let's get that train through here. We're y'all going. Yeah, getting it. close. Don't leave us. Don't leave us hanging now. Don't do that. Don't don't get us that close to the train. Don't let the train be where we can see it coming down the tracks, coming towards the station, and y'all gonna turn around. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't tease us like that. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Well, was, there he is grinning. He grinned grinning. just like that, too. Same grin. Oh, <laughs> uh, who is it? Bat 41. Brandon Black Weirdo. How you doing? I don't know if Debo is around. I, I, I can't tell if I. Oh, there he is, Debo Jr. I thought I made Debo Jr. mad. I was joking around on Monday. Oh, what'd you do? He, I don't I don't know. I, you know me. I say so much shit. I don't know what I did. But I said something. He's like, hey, if you don't like it, you can get the fuck out of my restaurant. <laughs> it was. Yes, that was it. it was last night. That was last night. That was him last night. I was like, yeah, I think he, because I, I was looking at the chat. I was like, does he know I'm joking? Because after I went like, get the fuck out of my studio. He's like, all right, fuck you then. I'm out. I was like, shit. Last person I want to piss off was Debo, exactly. all his son. Oh, yeah, don't let us be like that. I was catching that train right there. Oh. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, I don't know, man. C, uh, what is CD lore? Or is that color? I don't know. I don't know, y'all crazy with these names up here. Trippy Wire. How y'all doing? Uh-oh. Good to see y'all. Who is that? Oh, oh I love this. I, I, now, forgive me, because I, I love this name so much. I'm sure that if I had seen it, I would have remembered it. That Chicken Wayne. Okay. <laughs> Not just any Chicken no, Wayne, no, but, but that Chicken yeah, Wayne. Yeah, I, I, I won't. 
that chicken wing <laughs> right there. <laughs> Why that particular chicken wing, man? Because that's the one all the hype. <laughs> Got that hype sauce. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Y'all came through. I'm putting the remix on it for y'all. Y'all came through it. Well, oh, there you go. Why is my man dancing on bagels right there? <laughs> All right, Batman. Run, Robin. Get out of there. Too much hype for you. Running from the shining blood. <laughs> All live green Negroes here. And he brought black cow. Oh, they literally got a black. Oh, that's that. That's the devil. What the? Oh, okay. Oh, a minotaur. Could be. No, no, you got some kind of underbite. Yeah, that's Satan himself getting hyped. What's going on, y'all? Oh, Crash is up in here. Crash and ass. How y'all doing today? <laughs> Crash into that ass. Hey, folks, we got a good show for you today. Got a couple of reviews we want to get into very quickly and a little bit because we started late today. I want to thank y'all for the hype, for your patience, and look at the scroll right below. And today we have two reviews, one for the Netflix musical, The Prom, based on a Broadway musical. And also, we got Netflix 242. I was going to say two for one deal, but that don't make no fucking sense. Sometimes I just say things I don't even know what I'm saying. The Netflix double feature. There you go, the Netflix double feature, followed by the drama, Mank, which people are saying... Man, I get some Oscar buzz right oh, there. Yeah. But that's all the critics say that who understand they're talking about. <laughs> For the rest of y'all who don't probably give a shit, I don't know what the hell that is, but he is getting down. Afro Cat! Go on! <laughs> shake them shoulders and hips. Yeah! <laughs> I like it. Shit, get it. Get it. Look. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it. Oh, all of that. All that goodness up in there. That's my favorite, though. Lime Green Negro. What, what is, is that, that from? from? I don't know. I want to know. What is that from? You got to get one of those suits. Yeah, uh, why, why are you hesitating? Because I'm thinking about it. Because I'm, like, I'm probably like, hell no. I'm like, well, shit, he's kind of got it going good. Shit, it's working for him. Yeah, why don't you get the sunglasses to match? I'll tell you what. I'll get that suit if you get that cow, get cow suit. Yeah. That cow. No, there, there you go. <laughs> It's a deal. <laughs> it's that dancing gingo. Gingo. Oh, jingo. Okay. I don't know. Somebody yeah, said that Bruno Mars. <laughs> if it yeah, is, he's trying to go to Mars yeah, as quick no, as possible right that's now. That's Bruno from Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. Mars looked at me like, shit, ain't that goddamn funny? <laughs> <laughs> trying to give him a comment laughing at him making me feel shame <laughs> he looked at me like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> sorry uh, man <laughs> hey, I'm still gonna laugh at it but I'm sorry I'll turn away <laughs> no, who is this I don't know but he's happy as fuck he is happy alright let's see what we got here y'all uh, in case you couldn't hear over all the hypeness, oh, uh, that chicken wing. Thank you. Thank you. That chicken wing and things. How you doing? Chicken wing, giving us those things. Appreciate that, man. Uh, in case you couldn't hear over all the hypeness, two reviews this evening. One is for the Netflix musical, The Prom, and the other is for the Netflix drama, Mank. Ashtray, bitch. Oh, and we might be reviewing Ashtray, bitch, too. 
That's the Billy. I might as well throw the, that in there. That's the Makai Brooks, Brooks spinoff. Yeah, oh, the spinoff. Yeah, he got his own spinoff from that movie. <laughs> it's called Ashtray, bitch. <laughs> He's still looking for his Ashtray. <laughs> well, that, wouldn't that be, I, I'd see that. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Yes, and I would, would love it. Might, man, would it. I mean, why not? Why exactly? It wouldn't make any less sense. Because he's like, didn't he die in that? He's like, <laughs> he died in the middle. <laughs> he still kept coming back. Actually, no. He, yeah, he didn't even die. He came back like a slash at the end. And then they had guys going to jail, Scooby Doo stuff. <laughs> Like they just pulled the mask off of him. Right. <laughs> like they just pulled that hairpiece off of him. Rip. Makai Brooks. Because, man, she murdered the fuck out of him. Oh, she beat his ass. But y'all, y'all know what talking out, about. And then he comes back at the end fighting. What's like, it called? Fall from Grace? Yes. Uh, thank you. Is that what remember? it's called? Yeah. Fall from Grace. Yeah, y'all watch this shit, boy. That's where Ashtray Bitch is from. Y'all couldn't remember when it came out. It was all the craze. Everybody. <laughs> Can stop talking about it. Everybody. Everybody listened to it like it was a new single that dropped. <laughs> now you hear that ashtray, bitch? <laughs> uh, see here, y'all. Uh, thank y'all. Oh, my man's still getting down. <laughs> oh, so is that dragon? <laughs> oh, folks. Again, I want to thank you for your patience. As I was saying earlier, if you're just getting in here, the reason why I was starting so late, and I know we were very late, and I, but hey, man, I'm, I, between having to watch two long-ass movies, one that we got ambushed by today, mm. yeah, one just, yeah, I was I was finished with one movie that was long as hell, and right when I was about to cut off, the other movie just said, ah, you yeah, ain't I know, done yet. I know, I get, <laughs> same thing happened to me. I was like, all right, I can get through this. Maybe I might have a chance to. To, to do some other stuff before going down there and it was yeah. like that, that email came <laughs> it's ready right now yep and they both come out well one is in theaters uh, and I don't know when it's coming out on Netflix but one the other is definitely coming out on Netflix this Friday so I decided to just kind of get both of them in there and so it's, it's, it's the end of the year this is when we get hit with a bunch of movies yep and I had to prepare for them because <laughs> I don't want to come in here ignorant one movie you have to you definitely have to go in there and know some details about Unfortunately, that's the movie. I was like, you know, I got prepared for a second, so it's like, oh, uh, for real? Yeah, because I, yeah, cause I, yeah, I was like, oh shit, boy. And I know the stuff in the movie, but that, yeah, people get into it. We will get into it. Somebody said Mink's been playing a drive-in for them. Uh, speaking of Mink, boy, I had to. Uh, I, I look. I ain't trying to make this man look bad. I don't want y'all to think I, I'm making fun of him or anything. I'm just telling you this because it was actually pretty funny. So if anybody knows the movie Mank, uh, which we will be reviewing tonight, that'll be our second review of the evening. So if anybody knows about the movie, though, which a lot of people don't, to be honest with you, still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got it's, yeah. it's a movie with Oscar buzz and a lot of people still well, don't well, know. Netflix has had has it on its carousel with a with a black and white painting. Yeah. Of what's supposed to be Gary Oldman. And it says Mank. Coming soon. Coming. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know about the film, but you know, I, I had uh, the carousel because y'all probably looked at the carousel today, and y'all like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Uh, so this movie with Gary Oldman, I told, uh, I had the carousel put up. I told Nick Nick Diaz, I said, yeah, these are two movies I'm doing, so go ahead and put that up. I guess I should have said Mank starring Gary Oldman because <laughs> he put a picture up. He, not only did he did he put a picture up that didn't have Gary Coleman, but put a I mean, picture of I mean Gary Gary might as well be Gary Coleman up there. <laughs> Shit, you know Gary Coleman before you know this dude. That's true. <laughs> he put this yeah, dude up here. Like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> and I'm sure people are like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. What, 
movie is this? <laughs> is this the Orville Redenbacher story? <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, you look at that graph, you go, now which one is about prom? Yeah, is, is that the principle of the prom? <laughs> I'm still looking at this because it did, but I'm only saying this because I, I looked at it and I didn't get mad or anything. I just kind of like I said, hey, look, I know you didn't know. I said, but Mank stars Gary Oldman, and you should probably put, since he's the A-list actor that's being featured here, you should probably put a picture of, of him there. And Nick said, who's that? And Nick, no, Nick, no, Nick responded with, that's not Gary Oldman. I was like, no. <laughs> well, dude, that guy, you know, he looks, he dresses so crazy sometimes. I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah that's just a suit. Just the old guy in a suit. <laughs> Nothing special about that. Nothing crazy about it. It's just generic white dude. Generic white dude, the movie. That's what Mank is, right? Man K. It looked like when you at the antique store and you pick up some of those old pictures, you just don't, it's just random people. Uh-huh. You don't know who they are. <laughs> I look, even I was just like, I know the movie that we review it. Even I went to the page. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> What are we reviewing tonight? We, what is this? And I saw the movie. Yeah, he, he didn't know. I know. That's, that's why I'm not making fun of. Him. I'm just saying I saw that. And I even I even had to laugh about it. Right, I, cause right, I'm like, right. But you saw me when I pulled it up. I just, you, I, before I even said it, I looked at it like, oh, Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, look like a cross between Bugs and Malone and Mega Mind. <laughs> <laughs> he got that big ass head. Yeah. That dome. The dome. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So maybe, well, I'll refresh this and see if maybe that was changed. Yeah, see if he fixed it. Let's see here. See if he put Gary Oldman. No, somebody completely different. Watch it be Gary Oldman from The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> it's in color. Y'all can name From the fifth element. <laughs> the fifth element. <laughs> He's got that crazy hair. <laughs> R.B. Gary Coleman. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, if he did not, like I said, I ain't making fun of him. No, my, my man's still there. <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah, he's still there. Oh, I he's, guess, I ain't I guess Nick's still struggling to figure out who Gary yeah, Coleman is. Going there. He's, <laughs> he's sweating. <laughs> he looks so different in all these images. I don't know. Uh, we gonna, so you gonna put Gary Oldman in there from Tiptoes? <laughs> 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 it's not even the right it's not even the right height man how you <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the performance of a lifetime <laughs> you know it'd be funny he tried to fool my ass like he took that and made it black and white and put it up man it's Gary Oldman that's what you said yeah. you said move out of the way shit <laughs> Nick, I'm just playing around, man. I'm really not trying to put you on the spot. I just look. I just had a good laugh from that. <laughs> just I mean, shit, even my, even my man. He's like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Nick, change this. He's healing, nigga, right now. Hey, Nick, I ain't supposed to be here, man. Hey, hey, boy. <laughs> hey, Nick, put Gary Coleman on here, man. God damn it, now I'm fucking up. Uh huh. See, see that scene ain't see, so uh-huh. easy, is it? God don't like ugly. Uh you sure don't like Nick. No, I'm kidding. Nick, I'm just saying, man. I'm just you ain't ugly. I'm just I just I I just I wasn't gonna say me. <laughs> I was like, where you going? 
Nah, man. Ah, nigga, I'm just, I'm serious, I'm just messing with you, man. Uh, let's see, we got it. We're gonna go ahead and get into these. I got a bug on me. We're gonna go ahead and get into the reviews real quick. Let me see here. Before we do that, you guys have been so generous and so supportive tonight. You gave us a lot of love tonight. Mm, I love so good. I want to come back for some more. <laughs> I need it, man. You know, I said, my, I told you, but my wife don't love me down like y'all do, man. <laughs> so I got to have more of it. You know, it's addictive, man. You shouldn't love us so good when he wouldn't keep having to ask you to support. But here's the thing. You can support on our Double Toasted channel for absolutely free if you have an Amazon Prime account. And when the time comes to renew that subscription, you can also do that for free. And you can also gift a sub for free for the toast out there that does not have the toast goodness all over their bodies. But if I may so kindly ask, go over and check out our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash double toasting and join us over there. Uh, I believe next week we're going to have a viewing party for you. You know, we watch these crazy movies on a Friday and do a viewing party for the people. Also have a sneak peek. Of the animation we're doing coming up soon, at least the layout for it, it should be completed, and you mm. guys can probably see the whole thing, the layout for it, and we can pass it on the animation. Ashtray, and we might even have some 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 ashtrays for you smokers out there. But for everyone who comes over here and shows us some patronage, we have for you the levels of you can get down warm and toasty, hot and buttered, or get down with the golden brown. And for your support, we have, as I was saying, viewing parties, archives. We have Special streams, bonus streams. We have for you discounts, merch. <coughs> Excuse me, phlegm. <coughs> we got Corona. <laughs> uh, we also have for you. We got some merch coming up soon. I believe it's coming up for that time for people to get a, a merch mail out. Uh, I believe at the end of December. If not the end of December, then it will be at the end of uh, June, I believe. But the animation's coming up soon, so. Appreciate you guys supporting us, and thank you. Thank you very much for that. Patreon.com forward slash Double Toast. All right. Got some new stuff coming up uh, that we can show you. Something that has nothing to do with any of this. I'll save it for later. It's a surprise, y'all. We'll show you what it is a little later on. All right. Let's see what we got going on here. Hmm. I'm going to take this down, and yeah, we're going to jump right into everything here because it's getting late. Uh, also, I'm glad I remembered this. When you subscribe, you don't have to deal with one thing in particular, and that is ads. I know people mention the ads, but as I've been telling you, and I'm not going to take too many times, uh, you'll, you'll get it at some point. But we are contractually obligated to play ads and ad block every hour. So we have to do that for the people who have subscribed. Uh, or for the people who have not subscribed, brother. So if you have not subscribed, you see the ads. But for the people who have subscribed, you won't have to deal with that. So, I mean, I'm not trying to sell you on it. It's not a hard sell or anything. I'm just letting you know. It just is what it is. It is what it is. So for all the folks out there who don't like the ads, uh, that's what you can do to get rid of them. But I'm not doing this because I'm trying to nickel and dime you or anything like that. You can still watch the show for free, but Twitch says you have to do this. That's in our contract. So don't get mad at us. Yeah. You take that shit up with Mr. Twitch. See what he gotta say. 
he got a stamp that says "fuck you." <laughs> Pay me. Yeah, <laughs> put it right there. And then you ain't gonna fuck with our money over here. We gonna play these. <laughs> Shit, I feel like playing one right now. <laughs> Let me see. See, if you were subscribed, you wouldn't have to deal with this. Now, see, for those who are subscribed, like what? what? Still don't here? even worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. What? What is? It? I don't see anything. You're taken care of. <laughs> so it's losers over there. Just watching ads, probably yeah. buying some shit they don't even want. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, "Mr. Twitch, own, he, Mr. Twitch owns you." While I'm in his house, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you take your shoes off while you're here. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into our first review for this evening <clears throat> so let's see here so times are very different from uh when i went to prom oh yeah yeah y you went to your prom i did i did didn't and, and didn't want to go mom made me go yeah i had to ask some chick who didn't she was cool <laughs> you can see my prom picture at the house uh let me cut oh, let me cut my car brooks down he's getting wild now now you can see my picture at the house. You know, it's a, it's a cool girl, man, good-looking girl, and everything. But I, I just, I didn't care about prom. It's like, like I was in that state of mind where it's like, like I wasn't, you know, when I was coming up in high school, not very popular, but started to be a lot more well known and came into my own when I was like 18. But the thing about being an outsider for a long time is like, by the time you do start making friends and dating and shit, you see the bullshit for what it is. Sure. I didn't give a fuck about no prom. Mm -hmm. My mama gave a fuck about prom. She said, you going. Oh. She threatened to beat my ass if I didn't go to the wow. prom. Things are a lot different today because I had to get a date at the last minute. Fortunately, the girl, she didn't turn me down and shit. You know, she said, yeah, yeah, let's go. Good. You know, I, I probably would have had an easier time just asking the dude. <laughs> you know, I ain't even. <laughs> I probably not. <laughs> that was a very homophobic time back then. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I couldn't do it, but if it was that time, I'd be like, it would have been much easier. I'd be like, like if you and I were in high school together, okay. you know, hey man, no homo, but you want to go to prom with me, man? Just, just boys. <laughs> let's just, let's just go hang, man. I don't trust that. <laughs> putting roofies in your yeah. fucking punch. I'm, I'm looking at you putting the roofie in the drink. <laughs> oh shit, but drink it. I'm a drink it, but no, no funny business. <laughs> shit, you can leave the hat on. <laughs> it probably would have been easy for me to do that instead of like having, oh shit, I gotta get a date. It probably would have been easy to just get all my boys back. Hey man, just as, you know, just as bros. Let's go to prom. Now, today, we could actually go to prom and fuck each other if we wanted to because today they're more tolerant. Yeah, it's, what it's, it's what's expected. It's all-inclusive dates mm -hmm. and, 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 and uh, relationships and whatever combos you got for prom. Now, you, you know, you, you got to be open-minded. Yeah. And that is what this thing is about right here. We have prom, which is based on our the prom. Mm -hmm. No, not just any prom. No. The prom. Based on a musical that came out in 2016, Broadway musical, by Chad Bagulin and Bob Martin. This deals with, uh, if you see with these lovely ladies right here holding hands, they had to fight for that right to do that at the prom, because that's what this deals with. Deals with a young girl who, 17 years old, 
I already know she's like shit. You know, look, I ain't going through that confused shit. I, 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 I don't know what I am. No, yeah. no. no. She, she straight up says, "Shit, I like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I want, and I and I and I already got my I already got my chick right here, mm-hmm. ready to go to prom. Except this is in a very conservative small town, small town in Indiana. And they said, yeah. you know what? Those values don't apply here." Are lack of values, mm-hmm. lack of morals. They would even say, yeah. "If God said you can't do it, then we don't like it either." They would rather shut the whole thing down than to have this one girl attend that prom. Shit, they ain't about to burn <laughs> that goddamn school down just to, <laughs> just keep that girl from going to prom with another girl. And that's when you have, you know, fortunately, fortunately. You have a bunch of has-been actors who are <laughs> Broadway to the rescue. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 getting, they're getting drunk. They don't know what to do with themselves. <laughs> Show just got slammed. I'm unemployed. I'm back in the chorus line. Don't nobody even see my ass. You know, now yeah. all they thinking, well, shit, man, what can we do to like make news for ourselves? Well, we can go to prom and help this chick try to like uh, uh, help her cause or get her going, uh, you know, make this, make the world aware that this town is very homophobic mm-hmm. and they... And boost our own rating. <laughs> and that's what, and yeah, that's what they're saying. And like, you know, like... I mean, hey, she gets help, that's cool, but... Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, fuck that bitch, but that would actually be really good for us. <laughs> Boy, can't you see the publicity? <laughs> Washed up losers helps lesbian teenager go to prom. <laughs> Headlines everywhere. Boy, oh, man, how come we ain't bigger, man? We so smart. I can't wait for the reviews. <laughs> we, man. <laughs> we should have been scientists. We so smart. And that is what they do. They decide to go to this small town. Bum rest the town. And, and they say, you know what? What's going to happen here is like, how can he turn us down? Not only are we celebrities, washed up celebrities, but... How can he turn us down? We get there. We also bust out into spontaneous song and dance. Oh, people. People, Bray, they, they, they pay $500 a seat for this shit right here. We're bringing it to your town for free if you just let this little homo girl go to her prom. Does it work? Can they see past the facade of these narcissists just doing it for themselves? Will the prom actually happen? Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer and we'll be back with our review. Hello, Interweb. My name is Emma Nolan and I'm 17. You might've heard about the prom in Indiana. I just wanna go to prom like any other kid. All opposed. Damn. I know we all have stories to tell. (laughs) Everybody. Shit, people put up both hands <laughs> like they would do a YMCA. <laughs> hey, any, anybody in the audience knows this won't affect them whatsoever, but still has a problem with it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Shit, just checking. There was, just it was checking. even gay people in the audience like, man, look, you know why we doing this. Come on. Hey, I, I can't. I, can't I, I got to live here. Yeah. Here's mine. Oh my gosh, check this out. It's all over Twitter. She wanted to take her girlfriend to the high school prom. And the PTA went apeshit and they canceled it. We have got to go down there. Yes. And raise holy hell. Yes, we will be the biggest thing to happen in Indiana since whatever's happened in Indiana. We have come to this community on behalf of a young girl. 
with you. I'm sorry. Who are you people? We are from Broadway. I just want to dance with you. We're not monsters. We're cultural disruptors. Your beliefs are not our beliefs. You don't know this town. I thought that when my parents rejected me, that I would never feel any worse. I've never felt so alone in my life. But you're not alone. And you do have friends. Where are they? Okay, people, this is the part where we roll up our sleeves and we put on a prom with our own bare hands. I just don't understand it. Well, I think it's brave. Let's get this party started! It's time to build a prom for everyone. Show them all. It can be done if music plays and no one cares who you're. gonna take a stand for all the people out there who love someone in a way the world just doesn't understand okay admit that got to me it's time to Let me say that as far as a musical goes, and you can see this is very musical. Uh, look, it, it ain't it ain't nothing you ain't heard before. You know, usually with movies, there ain't nothing you ain't seen before. With this, it ain't nothing you you ain't heard before. Uh, look, the cast in here, I have to say, for those who are listening, pretty interesting group that they pulled together. You got uh, <clears throat> Meryl Streep, Nicole Kidman, uh, Oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, J- uh, I, I, James Corden. James, yeah, James Corden. Uh, along with a few other people that you've seen before, Keegan Michael Key, mm-hmm. Kerry some, Washington, Kerry Washington, and then there's some other character actors that you've probably seen in shows and whatnot. Uh, interesting mix of uh, actors that they have here. We'll talk about them in a little bit. But as far as the music goes, with of course this being a musical and the music is very highlighted here. It ain't some shit you ain't heard already. Uh, this follows the same structure as any other typical musical. It don't sound any different than probably most of the modern Disney movies that you've seen, the Disney musicals that you have. Uh, 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 Little Mermaid, you know, uh, 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 you know, Ariel, <clears throat> uh, Bella, all of them done saying these songs already before. Uh, you know that I would say that it's probably you know because they got all the different styles in there. Like you know, because I'm thinking about everything. Like they co- they covered all the grounds. Like they got a gospel number, they got the cabaret type number, mm-hmm. they got the you know they got, of course they got the love ballads. They even got a little bit of a Latin cha 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 going on in there. Uh, it's I would say it's about as musically generic that it can be. In the best way possible, because it ain't bad. The lyrics are actually pretty funny in some of, of, of the music that you hear, um, but 
And I'm sitting up there listening. I'm like, yeah, wow, man, y'all just took. It's almost like y'all just took a y'all y'all just bought the music from generic musicals and just added words. But I would be lying if I say it wasn't fun. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be lying if I was like said, yeah, you know what? Uh, they get they they really got an energy to them. They really do get you going. I mean, if musicals are your thing, they're corny as hell. So if musicals aren't, this ain't gonna turn you around at all. That's the thing I thought watching this. It was like if if you're somebody who says I don't like musicals, you should not even be here. I don't I don't mean you shouldn't be there to watch the movie. You shouldn't be watching this review because you're just gonna be sitting there going like, well, I don't like that. Okay, hey man, this movie is not trying to convince you to like musicals. And even though I like musicals, sometimes I'm like, ah. And this is one where everybody breaks into songs. But I was like, I'd be goddamn if I don't like these songs. And you're right, they don't they don't feel unfamiliar. They have that that, that same yeah. kind of you know it's it's like the you know what modern Broadway has been for the last twenty years or so. But somebody's doing it well. I mean, how can you fault them? I mean, I don't I. Not, there was no song that 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 well not many songs that that were memorable, but I was enjoying them while they were on. Yeah, I mean I enjoyed them. I mean they even do do things in here that get on my nerves with musicals. I mean I look I I kind of draw the line with people just start backflipping. You know that's <laughs> that's the thing with me, man. Look, I you know you could just start busting out in song. The songs can be generic, but when you start backflipping, it's one it's one thing to spontaneously just start singing. It's another when you just start doing acrobatics just to ask a question. Shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Motherfucker, you should have just walked over here. Shit. Hit me, man. <laughs> no, I ain't going to prom, but you can fuck away from me. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? I was okay with it because it's kind of making fun of how these prom pos- pr- proposals get, are getting so elaborate. Yeah, you know, I, but like I said, man, you know, the musical numbers are almost. I would I would say that they're almost to the point of self parody. Yeah. That you've heard them before. And I don't and I don't know how much the movie meant to do that. because uh, as I said, it's everything that you've seen before. To the point where it's like, wow, are you almost making fun of these formats of these songs? I don't think they are. I think that it's that they just they just kind of just wrote a standard musical. But like I said, and like what you're saying, hey look, they they're they're fun. They're fun numbers, man. I mean, there's a reason why they put them in there. It wasn't because we just we're just fucking lazy, you know. It's like because look, well maybe lazy in the sense of well we just pick anything. If we're gonna do something that is already out there, you heard before, we're gonna pick some of the better stuff that mm-hmm, gets you going. Mm-hmm. Some of the better stuff that pulls you into the movie. I tell you, and the, and, and the thing is with some of these musical numbers, they actually combine it with the story to mislead you with, with what's going on. <laughs> I remember the opening number. Look, I ain't gonna say anything. I ain't gonna, I'm not going to tell you what's happening. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. But that opening musical number had me thinking all these people were winning, man. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> They're bringing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing nothing but going up from here. <laughs> they, they, they opened up in a way where everything was so nice and positive uh-huh. and everybody was on top. And I was, and and and, and, I, and and it had me in a good mood. I mean, I was with them too, shit. I was up there, yes. <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> We're a hit, and I think we deserve it. That's for sure. Also, it means that this tour de force will not be forced to tour. To Illinois! 
And I was like, yes! And then somebody grabbed that rug like, said, yes. shut the fuck out! No, you know, they set up some of these numbers to actually just mislead you, man. And that's funny. That's yeah. like they did some really clever things with these musical numbers. It's almost like everything they do around just the generic music themselves is like really clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was the thing watching. It's like, you know what? These are professionals putting this on. I mean, it's Ryan Murphy who yeah. was the showrunner on Glee, so he knows about musicals. It's just thankful like this wasn't a bunch of karaoke tunes that we've heard. It's you know, it's all songs from the actual musical. But with, with each of the numbers, I was like, you know, there's no bullshitting around. There's there's a lot. There's, yeah. there's money spent. Is you know how to light it, know how to choreograph it, know how to film it. Uh, yeah, it's not half-assed. Ah, uh, you know, uh, what makes you look past the, again, besides stuff I told you, how they play with the story, uh, is the cast. I mean, you know, it's just it's just fun seeing a bunch of, I mean, you see this everywhere. This is something else that you've seen over and over again, and it's a formula that works. You always want to root for all the losers that get together. Mm-hmm. And they're the underdogs, or they're going for the big win. I mean, you, you can't help but root for them. And they do a good job of bringing all these people together. The way they, the way they meet at the beginning, getting drunk. <laughs> the way they, the way all of them have their own sad story. The way they're all almost delusional. The way they're all narcissistic. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was really fun to see them come together. Uh, and we'll talk about some of the performances in a little bit uh, with the people here, starting with the. Uh, Meryl Streep. I think Meryl Streep did really well because honestly, Meryl Streep is like that character, except she's not washed up. <laughs> right. Well, especially the way her character was in the beginning. I was like, this sounds like this is really her. This is her. <laughs> and you know Meryl Streep be walking the room and she's always on. <laughs> Hello, people. And she's just giving speeches and Oh, oh yes, that was so. That speech, that was nothing. I just thought of that on the spot. You know, you know, but you know Meryl Streep. I see, you know. I'm not saying she's a bad person. That's the thing. Right, you know, these right. people are all flawed, but they're not bad people. Mm-hmm. And that's what endears you to them. And Meryl Streep, she really does capture that. She has some of the funniest moments because she's the one that embraces being a narcissist the most. <laughs> right. <laughs> people be trying to put shit together. People be like, yes, let's, you know, let's put our own interests aside and let's all get together for this girl. And she's back to She's like, like, huh? Mm-hmm. She's like reading the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you too, huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, she, no, she barely out the door. Oh, I, oh, I just go to the bathroom. <laughs> she's, yeah, man, she's actually is, uh, She's a lot of fun yeah. in the well, film. Well, especially when they get to Indiana and try to check in at the hotel. I, think I, I laughed my ass off at that. Oh, yeah. No, they they, they all have like, uh, they've captured them being selfish actors very well. You see why they all have failed in life. <laughs> <laughs> just everything, just living on the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Nicole Kidman. I would say that you know Nicole Kidman is uh she has a great number in the movie she she's a chorus girl uh and she doesn't have as well she has her moments man in there you know she really does they do a good job at making everybody in here have if they're not you know 
if they're not, if they don't have as much time as everybody else, and Nicole Kidman doesn't have as much time as Meryl Streep. Yeah, she. I mean, this show is mostly Meryl Streep and James Corden. It is. It's them because James Corden. You can see he's gay. She's, uh, you know, she's she is. <laughs> what a, does that mean? You can see he's gay. <laughs> well, because I mean, did you just see that fucking number way in the middle of the street? <laughs> no, you just like you just showing that one photo going like, well, come on, you, you see? Look at that guy <laughs> that, that, that jacket. jacket. <laughs> I got a jacket. No, nah, I'm about like to say, I know you got that jacket, but I'm sorry, man. On you, it's cool. On him, it's very gay. No, I don't have it, but I was looking at it going like, huh? what if I could pull that off? You have a shirt that you can make that jacket out of. All you got to do is add some sequins and sparkles. You'll be, you be good. No, nah, man. Uh, it's, yeah, they, they're a very close couple, Meryl, Meryl Streep. And when I say couple, like friends. He's yeah. gay. She's, uh, you know, she's almost like his surrogate mother slash best friend. And they it's mostly about them. Nicole Kimmon doesn't get a whole lot of times, but they, they they do manage to give with the main characters. They give them at least one intimate emotional scene and they give them one musical number. Right. And they got another guy who's with them who's not as famous, doesn't get as much time, but he gets a, a really great musical number in the middle. Yeah, they're good they're good at giving everybody these musical numbers that say what you will again about the film or, or about the music in the film, but they do progress the story in a certain way. There's always a message behind there. You know, it's not just singing just to sing. Saying, yeah, man. Um I tell you, I the movie does a good job also. The reason why you root for these characters here is because you were really rooting for the main girl here, which is uh I forgot the character's name, but the actress is the actress is Joe Ellen Pellman. And this town treats her like shit. Yeah. It's almost like this <laughs> it's almost like this town is called Fuck You Homo Indiana. <laughs> right. It's like they <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it's probably the safest place for black people to live as long as you ain't gay because they ain't worried about you. That's, that's they true. They ain't worried about the gays. And if you went there and you went, you guys are homophobic. And they go like, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it was on the sign when you drove in. When, what's the problem? They, they can't stand this girl so much. Like you said, they're ready to burn this school down to keep prom from happening. They, I felt... I felt less bad for Carrie. <laughs> and they, if you ever seen that movie, they poured, they poured pig's blood on her when she went to prom. Uh-huh. And I still didn't feel as bad for her as I felt for this girl right yeah. here. They do something in the movie, and this is the thing, that, again, it's, it, you could even say it's cheap, but they do so many things, so many terribly homophobic things to her. They do one scene that I don't care if you're watching the movie and like, yeah, fuck this music and it's all this corny. But you, you, I, I would, yeah, I would, I, 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 I would, I would challenge you to not be moved by this scene where they do this girl so wrong. I was watching this and I had fantasies thinking of like, this is not even real. <laughs> what you would do to all those people. <laughs> I would have went, and I'm not going to say what happens, but I'm just going to say, I kept thinking. I was like, if that happened to somebody I know, I would have got a bat and walked in the room and knocked all that shit down. <laughs> I would have been on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. I would have been in so the jail. The jail, and would have been happy for it. <laughs> and they're looking at a bunch of homophobic teenagers. Back up! Back the fuck up! <laughs> Man, it was, it was so sad. Yeah. It, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was, and, and you know, for a movie that's that, that that's definitely not all that inventive, it still manages to catch you off guard. <laughs> well, I mean, in this day and time, where you see this happen in real life, it kind of makes the characters in here would in any other situation probably would have been 
one dimensional. Probably, you know, I had a, a half a dimension in there. They, mm-hmm. probably, you know, they would have been predictable characters. There wouldn't have been too much substance to them. But, and I'm talking about one character in here in particular, uh, Carrie Washington, mm-hmm. who was heading up the whole homophobic movement where right. she just cut people off. Yeah. She don't even want to hear the word gay. Mm-mm. She's the one leading up the PTA movement to stop this prom. And she does so, so many despicable things to undermine this girl who doesn't want to do anything but just go to a prom. Uh, it would be a flat kind of character if we didn't see this happening on the internet. Mm-hmm. If we didn't see this happening on the news. People doing the same, doing the same, the same thing she is. Your, you know, your values are not are not good values. They're not good Christian values. They're not good human values. You're wrong. This is not. I don't want my children to see this. This is not how we feel. It's yeah. Like, who, who, why are you a spokesman for everyone? Yeah. She made me so. She made me so mad in this. I. I even look. I felt for it one time. I mean, I got mad at the actress, and I said, that's, "I said that's what you get, man." I, I, there was something that happened a while back, and I thought it was wrong. And I'm like, "No, fuck you! I'm gonna get one of these myself." They had these Corona masks that for, <laughs> but it's the internet for you. For some reason, somebody saw a picture of Carrie Washington making a weird shape with her mouth, mm. and decided, you know what? I'm gonna take that and print it on a Corona mask and sell it. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, dang! No, no, fuck you! You should have taken this role. I don't feel bad for you now. No, <laughs> I'm getting one myself. <laughs> I like the way it even fits on white people. <laughs> dang, you know the girl's probably self-conscious about her mouth. She's got that overbite and everything. She's a beautiful woman, yeah, of man. She is. But you, no matter how you know handsome or beautiful you are, if there's something about yourself that bothers you, it's always gonna bother you. <laughs> okay, so now you're making me feel bad about it again. But I'm sorry. I just like I may be laughing at her mouth. I'm like, who the fuck just thought? Let me do that. <laughs> let me take care of what out of all the things. Let me take care of Washington's I know, mouth I know. And, and make a Corona mask. I know. <laughs> I bought three of them. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear it around you because I don't want you to shame me. <laughs> Coming in here just <laughs> okay. I almost feel, I almost Come feel like on, you. I, I almost feel like you deserve it. That's a actually that's a compliment. That's how good you were at this role. I'm glad they made a mask out of your goddamn mouth. <laughs> she ain't got nothing to wear. She's gorgeous. So She's gorgeous, so. man. And you know she's probably getting royalties from that mask. <laughs> Uh, but you know, uh, doing doing the musical numbers here, they're careful not to go in and uh, and, and and villainize people too much, man. Mm-hmm. I've always I, I appreciated that they would go in and even with some of the bigots in here, you know, no one's pointing the fingers finger saying religion is wrong, Christianity is messed up, mm-hmm. uh, you know these these bigots are evil. The message behind the movie is, you know, people just ignorant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, stupid. I mean, it, you know, yeah. Of the messages you got, you got on one hand, ah, uh, these, these, uh, these, these New York Broadway liberal elitists yeah. don't know what's going on. They're clueless. On the other hand, it's like, yeah, well, people in small towns, they are kind of backwards and ignorant. Yeah, yeah, just, that's what it's saying. It's like, don't, you know, the movie's almost saying, you know, these poor people. I mean, yeah, I, 
I I, I want to hate these motherfuckers too, but just be patient. <laughs> be patient. You know, things are changing. Yeah. You got in and it's, it's a message of if we just really kind of listen work to this each out, other yeah. and think about it. Yeah, exactly. Understanding and 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 talking is actually better than hate on either side. Yeah, even even the 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 bullies you don't hate. No, no, you don't. No, no. It's 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 a movie that I appreciated where at least they avoided those kind of cliches mm-hmm. right there, and that and that was cool, man. And yet the movie still managed to piss people off, man, and not the homophobes. <laughs> the homophobes just like fuck it, I ain't watching this shit. I don't care. <laughs> they ain't mad about it at all. Like I just, I just ain't watching it. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. So this is a very pro gay film, needless to say. And the people who are mad the most are the, the gay, gay people. people. Yeah, and it starts with the face. Now you had blackface, white face. Red face, brown face, clown face, mm-hmm. shit. Even I had this picture up here earlier. Uh, shit, even Gary Oldman managed to create a new category: dwarf face. Right, right. Uh, and, and now people here talking about, I don't like this because James Corden here, he's pulling the gay face. I wondered about that. I mean, and the thing is, normally in in things, uh, especially anything musical, I don't like James Corden. This is the first time I liked him in something. But yeah. I was thinking, all right, he's playing a gay character, but he himself is not gay. No. And while he's doing a great job, that's a role that could possibly have gone to a gay actor. Let me just, and boy, I'm going to walk the line here. Because let, let's let, some of it is that for some reason, people just don't like James Corden either. Now, not everybody, but there's there's a lot of people who just like I just don't like him. Yeah, I remember when he was in Cats, and real Cats got mad about him being in the movie. Were <laughs> there no feline well, actors who could have had that role? Okay, look at you and look at me, and you know, you know that I'm sensitive about my size. Okay, and yet you embarrass me. You, <laughs> that's what I say to you. <laughs> exactly, cats like I could have done that shit. Mm-hmm. I could have been working. <laughs> <laughs> Real <And> action. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. Get him off. Uh, yeah. I told you this wouldn't work. Shit. Even even cats were mad at that mother. Any, any point fingers that pause and anybody else in the movie, he step in. <laughs> I'm a, I'm offended that James Corden is playing us. But in the movie. And I understand, look, let me just say this, because I don't want to get in the middle of anything. I'm just, because you can't say anything right at this moment when everybody's upset. Because if I say this, people will get mad, and I'm going to say it anyway. Yes, he is a straight person playing a gay role, and I understand people being upset. I, now, I'm not taking any sides here. I will also say that he was actually pretty good, too. He, he actually made me forget that he was straight I had to like check back through my memory I'm like wait is he because yeah. he hey, whether this is right or wrong and it's probably wrong but he does a great job Shit, you know he does a great job at being uh, playing look I'm not again I'm, I'm just saying I'm just saying I ain't saying it's right I'm saying I understand. No, you got it. You, you, you got it. You have a right. We already canceled. That's yeah, I know. I know. Shit, we've been canceled a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Martin and Corey would not be on tonight because of some stupid shit they said. <laughs> not look, but he was so. But you're right. I almost forgot. Shit, yeah, he's about to suck that microphone. <laughs> but he's but, but, not, but, but he's not overly fe- effeminate, and he's not Nelly. Is just enough to believe him as gay. Oh, okay, that's what we. Oh really? Yeah, because yeah, I, I was about to say because I understand because not only is he 
Not only because I'm gonna show this clip right because not only is he a straight guy playing playing a gay dude, but he's playing you know he's playing one of them flamboyant gay people. Oh, you're not gonna play either. Okay, see, because you're wrong. Let's talk process. <laughs> when I'm in character, I go insane. I stagger, I stammer, I sob. I make the audiences feel my pain, and if they don't leave depressed, then I've not done my job. You say he ain't flamboyant. I'm like shit. But but he's he's show business flamboyant. He's Broadway flamboyant. It it's it's not it's he's not going. Oh girl, he's close. I mean, but yeah, I get what you say. I get you. No, he ain't. No, he's not. Like if he wasn't in show business, that would be too much. There's a moment. The only reason why I say this because there's a moment like, oh, honey, we must go. Please, let's go shopping. Oh, let me, let me. Oh, that dress. What is that? The little house on the prairie. I'm like, oh, honey. Oh, I've, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something you want to tell me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I get to take somebody shopping. I get excited about it. <laughs> you probably say, hey, let's go shopping. Let me. No, no. I've been like, girl, I know what you need to wear. Me and you'll go, and I'll take care of it. You put the girl in there? Yeah. Okay, that's where I would I was talking to a girl, but yes. You said, girl, let me go. Okay. Yeah. I probably, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm probably, I'm, that's why I'm, I probably I'm secure. The, I ain't saying no. Ain't no, look, you know we be uh, homophobia here. Yeah. I'm just saying, brother, be who you are. Come on out, man. <laughs> you ain't got to hide, man. Come on. Let's go shopping right now. <laughs> no, man. Uh... Let's see here. Uh, like somebody said, Core is insecure about his masculinity. Boy, you don't know the years. Boy, you, you should shut the fuck up right now. You don't know. <laughs> I'm insecure about my masculinity. Let me tell you something, young buck. This town thought I was sucking dick for years, and I laughed it off. Mm-hmm. And, st- and still, people still say, Core, you gay. Core, you, you, like, you always talk about dick, and the reason why I do is because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you don't know. Martin told me one time, I didn't even know it. Martin said the fucking town of Austin said, not the gay community in Austin said, it ain't a matter if he's coming out, it's when. When, yeah. Motherfuckers That's what had, I was told. They had tickets in line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was some kind of pool going on. Yeah. So whoever said that, let me get, let me pull a Martin on you. Girl, you don't know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit, might end up sucking your dick before it's done. <laughs> I'll suck your dick just to prove I'm that gay. <laughs> now, there we go. More like it. The wet wolf says, he said, bitch, you know you gay. By the way, that's Carlos. Who wants to have sex with me anyway? <laughs> I thought so, Carlos was dying again. Somebody, somebody <laughs> said, so wait a minute, Corey ain't bi? <laughs> it's like, at least I thought he met the gays halfway. <laughs> Shit, that nigga don't bust out the song when he leaves. No, man. <laughs> no, people, people still got tickets waiting. <laughs> waiting to get up in Corey's auditorium. You just now. wait till this number pays off. <laughs> I, I watch the show every week. <laughs> I'm going to hit the deck. They got married to a woman. Oh, shit. Shit, and we talked about this. I hate to get real real deep with y'all, but shit, Martin recognized my problem with sex. And I ain't even saying it's a problem, but I was so crazy with this shit. It was getting to a point where, hell, I don't know. I might 
have sex with anything. I, I mean, it's the only thing left for you. It was, it's like, <laughs> shit, hey, man, come here. <laughs> I, I got I want to try something. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, you know, no, I, I'm just saying, look, I, I don't, James Corden can't win, man. Shit, he can't be a cat. He can't be gay. <laughs> shit, I don't know. Maybe he should just be in. Straight chubby British guy, you know. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he. I, I'm just saying, he is good. Yeah, but I do understand the sure. argument. I really, I no, completely of course, understand. Of course, it. of course. And like I said, as I watched, I wondered about that if that would be a uh, an issue. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man. Uh, and and it, apparently it is. People, they say people are pissed. Pissed, huh? About it. Yeah. So <laughs> somebody says a miracle. Corey ain't canceled. <laughs> Right? <laughs> We're living on borrowed time, I know. <laughs> it's going to be a day. The only time you can hear this show is if you sit right over there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crispy computer, computer fish. I always got something to say. Get on with the damn review. No. <laughs> get on with, I get on with whatever we want to get on with. Shit, we having a good time talking. Fuck you. Just <laughs> put a chord. Me and you will just talk about it yeah, yeah, to ourselves. Shit, yeah, that's what, it's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> Now, I'm, I'm having a good time, <laughs> honey. Yeah, I don't know what you do. <laughs> oh, but I tell you, man, I guess it's a good thing we have to end the review anyway. Uh, I, Ryan Murphy is very good at uh, challenging. I mean, uh, 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 taking on different uh, genres, man. Yeah. You know, he's done thrillers, horror, mm-hmm. American Horror Story. He just had Nurse Ratchet on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, musicals, Glee. Now he has a musical with this musical movie with original music. Well, at least from the Broadway musical. And I will say that he did really do a good job at taking what was very limited space on stage for the Broadway musical mm-hmm. and applying it to a, the bigger space of, of film. Man, it's you know he's done a good job at like really uh, taking advantage. Of different areas, different scenes. You know, it's uh, it's it's really cool how you say how he's been able to expand this. Well, I I think one of those things is after all those years of doing Glee, which is you know television production, but it's enough for him to learn, like to re- like. I mean, he probably knew already, but really how to yeah. hone the craft of how to shoot a musical that's you know <laughs> doesn't have a, necessarily a movie's budget, yeah. but something close. But just re- that was one of the things about it is that. It, it, like say you can't get to New York, you can't afford to go see the prom on Broadway. This is really the next best thing because the camera's moving all around. There's more story added. Yeah, it doesn't have to be as broad, so it it uh, it appeals to a broader audience, which is <laughs> ironic in itself. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he, he he did this very very. It's it's well crafted. Well, the, one of the things I really admired about this was how things looked very ordinary in the world. And half of that is because maybe uh, budget constraints, and the other half is because uh, they do want to make it look like that. That's, mm-hmm. that's done on purpose. But those moments will smoothly transition into more production, more stage value, more stage presentation. Uh, there's a moment where they're singing in homes, and you know, and then all of a sudden they play with the lighting and actually make it feel like it's you know it's a it's it's a set meant for a musical number. I thought that that was the production on that was very good. So there's a lot that they do here to expand this from the stage, and that's very admirable too. 
like I said, man, I you know, there are some things here to enjoy, even if you're not that much into musicals. But if musicals really aren't your thing, then you've heard all this before. And things, and the things you hear in this are probably the things that made you not like musicals. And I like musicals too, man. I actually love musicals, and that's why I'm able to come in and say, like, that's why I think I've heard all this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, like I said. <clears throat> with uh, there's certain things that they do with the writing, certain things they do very clever with the characters, certain things that they do with the music itself. Bes- besides, well, or, or besides the music itself, to actually n- lend itself to some of the funnier or more moving parts of the story. Uh, how did you feel about it, man? As far as you know, leading up to your rating, uh, it's it's <clears throat> funny because uh, it's just one of those where I'm watching. My wife comes in and she's like. I think I'm breaking the song every time. Oh God, oh, I can't, I gotta work in here. I was like, I, I don't have enough time. I gotta watch it, I gotta get down there. She's like, and I, was, and I was like, after a while I was like, you gotta admit, this is, this is pretty good. And she's like, no, no. Now look over there, see her tapping a foot, singing along, crying in some scenes. It's <laughs> like, uh-huh, yeah, talking that shit uh, before. Talking that shit, uh-huh. Uh yeah, it's uh like I said, it's 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 so well put together. Uh, if you've seen, you know, if you are one of the people who saw it on Broadway, I, I read about what mm-hmm. changes uh, they've made. Uh, especially like James Corden's character is in the Broadway play is more of a, a Nathan Lane, and he doesn't he does he's not really as sympathetic so much here. But this added those elements of drama. You get um, some great scenes between Meryl <coughs> Streep and Keegan Michael Key that have nothing to do with singing. And it's just like, man, this really grounds this and they have such a great chemistry with each other. Uh, and Meryl Streep can sing her fucking ass off. I was like, wow, what great pipes she has. Uh, but all in all, I, I was shocked from how I felt when it first opened to by the end. I was like, man, this was just nothing but pure fun. I didn't even mind it being as long as it was. It, it, was, a, it was a low full price for me. Let me see here. Yeah, you know, there's some people that you bring up. Um, I was really surprised with Keegan-Michael Key. <clears throat> He's one of the more sympathetic characters in here, and he does have a musical number. And it's actually a pretty good musical number. Again, I'm not gonna say what it is, and I'm not gonna even say what's, uh, you know, what, wh- how things build up with him and Meryl Streep as far as him being a fan with, uh, of her, man. But there's a you know, great musical number about him and his love of Broadway. And uh, I thought that was gonna end up being like really cheesy, and it, and it wasn't. But you know, there are people in here that I do want to say that I was impressed with that we don't see them getting as much attention, but they do have, as I've mentioned before, they do have their showstoppers. They have them the, a point where they get their their moment. And I've always thought that Andrew Rennells was, yeah. was I've always thought that he was funny. You know, you've probably have seen him on Girls. And oh, is that what he's from? That's where I remember him from. I'm sure he's been on a few other things. But he's he was really funny. He this. was. He's you've seen him before. You probably even know his name. It took me a while to realize what his name is, too. But, you know, I just remember that. Oh, it's that guy from The Thing, Mm -hmm. which is funny enough because in the movie he plays that guy from The Thing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's a really funny flashback scene with him Mm -hmm. from uh, having one from one of his previous acting gigs that he's been known for ever since. But, yeah, he's really good in there, man. Yeah, everybody has a time to shine. It's a you know, as I said, it's a message film, but it's a very relevant message film right now. Uh. And it's a lot more clever than I thought it would be. I can't go full price with it. I'm not going to keep repeating myself, but you heard what I said about the musical numbers. And it does borderline on anywhere from melodramatic to 
kind of corny for me sometimes. But best way to sum it up is fun. At the end of it, didn't I, I have to admit, I was laughing, tapping my toes, kind of moving around with certain numbers. And even uh, close to close, close to like just tearing up in some of the, some of the most tragically sad moments. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's a matinee for me. But it's, it's you know that's that's good. It's not you know it's not a mediocre matinee or anything. It's like yeah, hey, watch it. You can probably have fun mm-hmm. as long as you uh, as long as you like musicals. <laughs> and I don't want to hear none of that. As long as you like musicals and as long as you like gays, <laughs> you know. There if, is that too. If you're a homophobe who hates musicals, boy, <laughs> this ain't it for you, man. <laughs> Well, who knows? Maybe it'll turn you around on both. <laughs> you are not. You know what I hate? Them goddamn homos just bust out singing. Uh, yeah, I, never mind. Cut that shit off. And two hours later. <laughs> no, nah, man, that was that was beautiful, though. <laughs> I like penis. Penis. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so let's see here. All right, folks. Let's go ahead and move on to our next review that we got here let me see let me see so i don't know how this is today because when we're coming up if you love movies people would actually question your love of movies sometimes if you just say i like movies oh you like movies have you seen citizen kane <laughs> you know the, the greatest movie of all time the greatest movie of all time oh no you Thank you, love movies. It's, it's the stairway to heaven. It is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, man. Oh, you, oh, you, oh, how cute! You think you love movies, and you've never seen Citizen Kane. And I'm sure you, some, some people out there, like we're at this point now where people are young enough to where they. They, they don't even know no. Citizen Kane. Who who what rap is that? You got some, <laughs> right. <laughs> you got some new shit out? <laughs> Citizen Kane at one time, and I still don't know how it holds up today, but they, you know, at one time it was the greatest movie ever made by the genius Orson Welles. Citizen Kane is a modern American story about a man called Kane, Charles Foster Kane. I don't know how to tell you about him. There's so many things to say. I'll turn you over instead to the characters in the picture. As you'll see, they feel very strongly on the subject. Charles Foster Kane is... Fuck that motherfucker! <laughs> 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 he look mad and sweating. Just dripping. <laughs> Don't ever say that name around him. <laughs> he actually put the... Charles Foster Kane! Fuck that motherfucker! <laughs> what do you do to him? <laughs> he fucked my wife. Yeah, man. That's back when they made trailers that didn't tell you shit about the film. Mm. <laughs> Wish they go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Half the time you've seen a whole movie by the time you watch the trailer. Yeah. The trailer, I tried to find a trailer that would show you something. They, they like, no, nah, you're going to watch the movie. <laughs> the greatest movie ever made. You tell people that today. Mm. Greatest movie ever made is Rock in it. <laughs> Who in that? <laughs> Kevin Hart in that? <laughs> you know how people are today, y'all. Now, and as I said, this is made by what they called at the time the boy genius, Orson Welles. 24 years old at the time. 24 years old at the time he made this, man. Yeah, this man was 24 years old, had a hell of a career. Went from that to slinging wine while being drunk. <laughs> 102, take two. Ah, 
But you know, but a, a lot of that slinging wine was because he made Citizen Kane. <laughs> what drove him crazy? Or something? No, he made powerful enemies. Oh yeah, and that's what this movie addresses yeah. here. We'll talk about that. No, definitely, definitely. This movie, this movie really is about. Hey man, don't write that shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I said you should have titled this movie. <laughs> hey man, just uh, somebody should just set that shit on fire, man. Yeah. Why you doing this? I, I'm doing this for you. <laughs> hey, Shh. Why you doing this shit? <laughs> <laughs> the Citizen Kane story. You, you don't like it? No. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Thing is, don't, everybody. Oh, I'm don't, sorry. Don't publish it, just, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> Let's just keep this between you and me. You a genius, man. Just don't do this shit, please. My name's involved in this. Stop. Yeah, everybody talks about Orson Welles, though. You wouldn't have this movie. That's the thing about it. You wouldn't have this movie if, if you didn't have it on the page, if you didn't have the printed word. And that script is, brought, is by Herman J. Mankiewicz, who was, a some people say, a genius writer. Also, a genius uh, alcoholic. An, an alcoholic. <laughs> if the genius is the word, boy. He knew, he knew his alcohol. Yeah. He knew how to sneak that shit in when people told him you can't have it. <laughs> when he was crippled and it was across the room, he still found a way. He, that fool was crippled in a, in, a, in, a, in a cabin in the middle of nowhere in the desert and still managed to find alcohol. He just hit it up his ass. Mm. He was like a mule, like a drug mule. <laughs> He just shit bottles when he got in there. You would, how would, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But this is the story of a lot of things here. A lot of things. And I'm going to say this again when we come back, but I've never had to really fragment a review like this before is how to recommend it to people. Mm. But it is a story that, about the movie <clears throat> when it was being written by the man who had to fight for the credit until this day people still don't give him the proper credit for it and the struggle to kind of squash this what people consider the greatest movie ever made for particular political reasons let's go ahead and take a look at David Fincher's what people are saying is his latest masterpiece Mank that's short for Mankiewicz of course and we'll be back with our review Now, if you're listening, I'm sorry for that moment of silence, but I wanted to show that because even the the green when they have the Green Band trailer and they say brought you know they're by the Film Association of America rated mm -hmm. by whatever they did that in the old style mm. of the movies back then when when uh, you know the 20s and 30s when uh, Citizen Kane came out they you know this movie's very detailed are uh, very detail oriented to the style of filmmaking at that time. Oh, shit. I just made a silent film, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget to push the button? Yeah, well, I forget. To, I forgot to raise the sound. Uh, uh, let's move it on. Make it a talkie now. <laughs> man, it's Orson Welles. Of course it is. I think it's time we talk. What is it the writer says? Tell the story you know. Hello, everyone. Make yourself to home, Mr. Mankowitz, or shall I call you Herman? Please, call me Mank. 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 This is Herman Mankowitz, but we're to call him Mank. Mankowitz, 
Herman Mankiewicz, New York playwright and drama critic, turned humble screenwriter, Mr. Hearst. This is a business where the buyer gets nothing for his money but a memory. What he bought still belongs to the man who sold it. That's the real magic of the movies. Thunder, lightning, blood, fire, religion. Help! Someone save me! All in one film. That's director proof. That's why I always want Mank around. I hear you're hunting dangerous game. God bless William Randolph Hearst. Ready and willing to hunt the great white whale? Just call me Ahab. Do come in. At this rate, you will never finish. You said 90 days. Well, said 60. I'm doing the best I can. I've put up with your suicidal drinking, your compulsive gambling, your silly platonic affairs. You owe me, Herman. Who do you think you are? You're nothing but a court jester. What I want to know is why you think of it. It's a bit of a jumble, the collection of fragments that leap around in time like Mexican jumping beans. Welcome to my mind, old sock. Him, I get. But what did Marion ever do to deserve it's this? It's not her. Not all characters are headliners. Some are secondary. You pick a fight with Willie. You are finished. Mayor can't save you. Nobody can, especially the boy genius from New York. I removed any distraction, eliminated every excuse. Your family, your cronies, liquor. I gave you a second chance. You cannot capture a man's entire life in two hours. All you can hope is to leave the impression of one. Why Hurst? Outside his own blonde Betty Boop, you're always his favorite dinner partner. Are you familiar with the parable of the organ grinder's monkey? <laughs> Put a pillow over his face. You know. <laughs> no, I ain't heard that shit before. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Don't get up. Oh, uh, so. Now, I, I don't expect you to see this as the same way I do. Okay. But, so, before we got into this review, we did a review about another Netflix movie. It takes place in modern times and is a musical. And I was saying that if you don't like musicals, then you're not the audience for this. That just takes out a whole section of people right there. Uh, and, and, I, and by the way, I don't think it's a very revolutionary musical that's going to turn people around. Now, with this, I feel kind of the same way, except... I'm not saying that it's it's something that is uh, that is poor that is going to turn people away. It's just something that is so again detailed oriented in everything that I think that is I had to break it down in fragments for particular audiences, mm-hmm. not just one audience, particular mm-hmm. audiences. It's very niche. It it very, is. It's micro niche. Yeah, man. You know, first of all, this is look. This is a critics' movie. Yeah. Okay, I mean, this that's, is this. Yeah, you see that ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's why. Straight up, this is a critics' movie. And again, hear me out, because I'm not saying good thing or bad thing. It, yeah, it just is. It, it, because you know, if you are a critic, chances are you got into the job because you love movies. You probably even went to film school. You went to film school and therefore had to learn film history right up to the formation of Hollywood, Hollywood politics and business. And this is very specific on those, man. You know, if you're a fan of Hollywood history, then this is for you because they go in here. I mean, this this and I'm not talking about just I ain't talking about you film nerds. I ain't talking about people that casually love movies. I'm talking about you buffs. 
you historians, because they do a lot of name dropping in this film mm -hmm. and they don't bother to explain any of them. You just have to kind of just catch up or put pieces together. And I'm not saying again, because this is, you know, this is speaking the language of the people who understand that history. For other people, it'll be a foreign language for you. You know, there's a lot of talks about a lot of talk about the politics, especially about the politics of that time. And so when they're talking about the politics, they're talking about, you know, the early studios. They're talking about the people who formed those studios. One of the big players here is Louis B. Mayer, mm -hmm. who ran MGM. Uh, and they tell you who he's played by in the movie. Arliss Howard. Arliss Howard. Yeah, he's uh, who plays who plays him in the film. And there he is right there. You know, the, uh, listen, that I was in film school and I had to learn all this stuff, you know, and it was very interesting. Mm -hmm. And I and, you know, and I loved <clears throat> learning about it. Now, this movie could even be annoying to some people because a lot of people love to drop that history on people because it makes them sound smart. Uh, smart. It's like mm -hmm. those people who go to Shakespeare plays and movies sure. and like, <laughs> I know yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. know that. Yeah. You know, that's where it would probably get annoying. I'm not one of those people who wants to impress. I'm not one of those people who wants bragging rights for knowing history. Uh, I do know a lot of this. And even then, I didn't know. And it was so detailed. I was like, okay, I don't even remember that. Or I just didn't know that. So for people who don't care about that history, don't know that history and going to be, you know, uh, you come in here cold, there's a chance this movie could push you away, could alienate you in a way. Because it's just, it's not... It's not meant for you. It's not meant. It's not something. This is a this is a petty as, almost condescending word. But people would say it's not meant for casuals. Sure, out there. And you're 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 right. And it's not even a put down. Is it just isn't? It's the way the movie was was designed, written, and put together. Uh, I, I I feel like there's a small audience for this. It's a no. That's when you said niche. It's a very small audience for it. And but it, but it could expand. It could get bigger and bigger for people who can appreciate different things in the movie. Now, if you're going in for story, that's what I'm saying. If you're going in for story, a lot of this stuff is probably going to be over your head if you don't know it. And that's just what it's meant for. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you know, the now the other people that it could be for is for people who love Citizen Kane. You know, if you love mm -hmm. Citizen Kane, then you probably know about the history of Citizen Kane. Maybe you know the history of the Hollywood system. The formation of Hollywood, the Hollywood heads and all the names, the big players. But you probably know that in Citizen Kane, that, it, you know, the, the character of Charles Foster Kane was supposed to be uh, William Randolph Hearst. William Randolph Hearst being the, the, the big uh, the big print tycoon at the time. That was a take on him. And that's what the movie's kind of about. You know, this guy's writing a script that's clearly taking shots at this powerful person. And this powerful person has the ability to step on this person mm -hmm. and crush them. Mm -hmm. And you've and so if you know that, if you know the movie and you know all about William Randolph Hearst and everything, then you're like, OK, I know all of that. And then there's a chance that all the other stuff will just kind of interest you as it comes along. Sure. Yeah. That, that It's that like, oh, I knew this, <clears throat> but it's interesting to find out all these other things that were going on at the same time. Yeah. And William Randolph Hearst, he was he was a, he was a motherfucker, man. He was he was he had all kind of scandals and mm -hmm. all kind of shit on the side. He had you know side pieces, and he 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 made uh, legislation that affects us to this day. So you know the movie might even hold some suspense for you when you realize, oh shit, that's right, he was fucking with this guy. <laughs> oh wow, he shouldn't have been doing that. Uh, 
You know, and and I and again, I know about that because I saw Citizen Kane. When I was in high school, liked it, but didn't even know about it until I had to watch it again in film school. And going and even before we watched the movie, every day going to class, that bitch Orson Welles was looking at us at the door. They hung up a picture. Oh, did they? they? Just like that? They hung up a picture. Where Orson Welles was looking at your ass every day when you went to that class. You looking at your ass and rubbing in because because it, it You'll said, never be me. Close. It said at the age of twenty five, I made the greatest movie ever made. What the fuck did you do? They <laughs> <laughs> rubbed it in, so you had to go into class looking at that every day. So, you know, again, I know all of that, and I can tell you, you know, if that's something that you're interested in, the movie will pull you in. But the third group of people that I think this will interest, man, and get them into, and this is most, this is, even though I know some of this other stuff, I don't give a fuck about that. I really come in, and I appreciate the, the filmmaking itself. Mm-hmm. The filmmaking on a technical level, if you just love the technical level of filmmaking, you will love this. At least I did. It's it's almost a, an Orson Welles style of filmmaking for this movie. It, it is. I believe David Fincher's father wrote the script. He did. So David Fincher had been years trying to get this done. And of course, you meant look, at the time when Hollywood was, you know, before we got into streaming and whatnot, like, he ain't making this shit. Right, right. Well, he's got to deal with Netflix. <laughs> but Netflix now, they can they, do that. And like, the, all right, if we let you make your little movie, you'll come back and make some more stuff for us, though, right? Yeah, yeah. And I got to tell you, man, this is, uh, this, this is amazing. I said this before and I'll say it again. The attention to stylistic detail of that era is incredible. This, of course, the cinematography is great. You can see how people, it is not even, I mean, look, you think it's just easy to like switch a chroma key or something, change something to black and white. Black and white at this level, you have to look, it's, hard, it's almost even harder to light because you have to go in and, and get certain effects for shadows. Mm. And the shadowing in this movie, or the, sh- the, the, the shadow placement in this film with the black and white is incredible. The lighting for shadows in this movie is amazing. And I even think that I know industrial light and magic was involved and there are moments where they're outside and the sound the, the sound is too good. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they're on a stage. I think they recreated backgrounds because uh-huh. you can tell there's a little halo around people and you can tell it's a green screen effect mm-hmm. or some transparency going on. Uh, it can get a little pretentious sometimes because they'll do things like put cigarette burns in the corner. You know, it's like, okay, look, I know it ain't no fucking film, all right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, I know it's a movie, man. You ain't got to do that, but... Well, from years from now, somebody will come across it like a lost gem. <laughs> <laughs> but what'd you think about that, man? About the uh, the stylistic choices here? Oh, the, the, uh, the filmmaking is what I liked about this the most. I yeah. mean, it's it's constantly... Just just on the filmmaking level, it's constantly impressive. You, you can't take your eyes off of it. Mm-mm. Especially, you kind of start getting... Getting lost in just all the, the the camera angles and the shadows and and the different ways he finds to to put these things together and yeah it's little, little scenes like that like the you know the quote unquote special effects from back in the day yeah. to have so many of them in this done so well it's 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 gorgeous now when I say that this is a critics for, for this this is a movie for critics. And I'm talking about all, all these egghead critics gonna be talking about, you know, they gonna be talking all that that deep shit, you know, they're gonna be getting trying to impress people. Well, here's where the asshole critic comes out on me, man, because I, I'm about to I'm about to get real nerdy with this, man. I'm about to go deep with some film stuff right here. And it's gonna sound probably a little eggheady and pretentious to you, but I'm I'm serious when I say this. I'm not saying anybody can go and, and film black and white. You know, cause some people will film black and white and they'll do it beautiful and they'll say, Look at that. That's like the old times. Now, it's I'm not saying it's easy, but it's more to it than that. 
They pay so much attention to detail. David Fincher did to the filmmaking style of the time, right down to the old language of film, the editing, the pacing. It's not enough to just crossfade in the movie. There, there were ways that people delivered dialogue and then they did a fade out and they did a fade back in and they paid attention to details like that. They spoke the language of that film back in the day. Even the And even for people who might not understand what's going on, the dialogue is so clever. I'm not talking about people, you know, they, they really want to get it down to the rhythm of speaking at that time. Mm-hmm. There was There is a rhythm that goes with it. There's a cadence to the way people the, talk. The, the mid-Atlantic accent. Yeah, like but also this, the... the 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 you know the the wit of everybody everybody knew what to say at the right time you know they had the best comebacks they had the best <laughs> jokes for everything and they actually wrote that very well it's entertaining to listen to these people talk mm-hmm. and they have some badass scenes in here too man I mean look you ain't gotta you ain't you ain't gotta understand the movie to know when somebody walks in a room and fucks up well especially when they stumble and when they come in the room drunk and you're like oh shit. <laughs> You know, that's some brilliant scenes like that, man. Uh, yeah, man. You know, uh, I uh, the, the, even right down to the to the angles, the way they shot people. Like I said, when I say they like crossfade out on people and whatnot, they'll 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 film in the right angle where you know it mimics a movie of that time where they you know they they all of that work together, the editing, the lighting, the the staging. That is, people don't realize there's a, you know, they don't do certain things anymore because technically times have changed. Mm-hmm. You know, they have, they do staging differently now just because of the way sound is done and stuff. You know, it's, and they paid attention to all that. I, it's, it's, it's a, it's an amazing thing to look at when they do that. I mean, there's, there are moments where if you didn't know these actors, you came into the room and saw this, you might be like, maybe after watching for a while, be like, oh yeah, this is more modern. And they're just doing, they're mimicking the style from back then. But if you didn't know, and these people yeah, are like, yeah, this is a movie like, from back oh, then. What, what movie is this? Is, is this on uh, Turner Classic Movies or something? Yeah. <laughs> I think the casting is weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> what did you think? Uh, it, it's, it is one of those where you're like, oh, that's the real guy? Huh. Uh, yeah. He don't look nothing like, not even a little bit. <laughs> well, the, the deal here is that some of the casting is is spot on. It's amazing. And they've been and there's a reason why they've been putting this in the marketing. Uh so Marion Davies, an actor at the t- an actress at the time who's also pretty infamous for her scandalous relationship with William Randolph Hearst. Mm-hmm. If you watch Citizen Kane, there is a representation of her in that movie. Uh an an unflattering one. <laughs> unfl- very very they made her just stupid. They just they, just, they could put the title <laughs> dumb bitch. But Amanda Seyfried here uh, you know, shit. She got them eyes. Yeah, she does. She even looking over there like, God damn. She looking at her. <laughs> she's like, shit. Are my eyes that big? <laughs> but perfect casting right there. Mm-hmm. Perfect, at least by appearances. Yeah, yeah. Especially when she first comes on, I was like, oh man, that that's almost like they pulled her from those old movies and stuck her here. Yeah, but but uh, as far as uh, as far as the real uh. Herman Mankiewicz, Herman J. Mankiewicz goes. He was look. He was fifty five when he died, and he's an alcoholic, so he probably even looks older. And plus, people just look older back then, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, true. But he was fifty five when he died, and you can clearly look at 
Gary Oldman and be like, you ain't no fucking 55 years old. And it, and it wouldn't even matter because he's great in the role. Gary Oldman is amazing in the role. And I'm talking about the delivery of dialogue and why it's so appealing. A lot of his, a lot of that is his dialogue. He reminds me of like a very, the way he talks reminds me of a very suave board, uh, uh, Ernest Borg, uh, not, no, no, Burgess Meredith. Well, it's okay. So, I mean, as, since the movie's doing deep dives, I'll do another one. I don't know what what uh, what Herman Mankiewicz sounds like, but all of Gary Oldman's his voice, his cadence, it's he sounds it's almost exactly like this this uh, this actor Tudor Owen who used to do a lot of radio stuff, and I uh. listen to him all the time. I hear him on shows like Pat Novak for Hire and other shows, but he would always play this character who was an alcoholic who would come in and say really witty and funny <laughs> things. And every time I wasn't looking at Gary Oldman, I, th- I thought I was like, that's Tudor Owen. No, it's not, it's Gary, it's Gary, it's Gary Oldman. What is going on here? Yeah, I, you know, I, didn't, I didn't have a problem with the way he spoke. I didn't have a problem with, even with his looks. What I had a problem with is that the man is older than 55, obviously. And it, it, a lot of people in here have these young wives, man, and young. Well, and, that was the thing back then. It was the thing back then, but it's like you know, you could still well, look this. So this uh, this actress right here, her name is Tuppence. Yeah, Tupp, Tuppence Tuppence Milton. Uh, you, you can't get a more British name than that. She's got to be British, right? They don't make they don't make British name any names more British than that. I mean, you're not Tuppence even, Middleton. Yeah, you're not even like a you're not even British anymore. You're like an elf or something. Yeah. <laughs> But she is 33 years old. Gary Oldman's 62, and I'm I, look. I don't know how old she was at the time when it was happening, but it's like the. I mean, look, that seven years just makes a big difference. Where it's like, damn, that looks like your granddaughter, man. Because <laughs> it took me a while. Cause I thought, cause, cause he was calling home and talking about the kids, I know, and I, know. I thought that was his daughter. He was talking yeah, to. Yeah, I was thinking it was his daughter, his secretary. It took a bit to go like. Wait, that's his wife? That's your wife? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was just like, whoa, wait a minute. And so, I mean, like I said, that the, the age is wrong right there, and I wouldn't have a problem with it if it just didn't really, really show. Also, just for the moments that they're, that, that he's on, it's not that big of a difference, but the guy that plays Orson Welles, Tom Burke, uh, got the voice down. The voice the voice he has down. All right? Every time he's speaking, I was like, damn, this guy is good. He's better than Maurice LaMarche. And then when you see him, you're like, you ain't no goddamn Orson Welles. No, no, you know, when you see him, shit, he looks like a pirate or something. Yeah. You know, like, comes in with that goatee. Shit. You could like Captain Morgan coming in. You don't look like no Orson Welles. Uh, but there, there was one shot, one shot, and I wish I could have got it, but I was rushing to get in here. There's one shot where he's talking to to Mank in the dark, and he's looking intense, and he's like, he's about to beat his ass. Yeah. And I was like, shit, that is Orson Welles right there, man. Uh, they shit, they might even have it in the in the in, in the trailer, but yeah, it was a. Uh, let me see. Yeah, there's there's moments in here where again it goes right down to the light. There, there it is right there. And I'm like now I'm looking at it like no no he still looks like Satan or something. Yeah no no, no okay I take it back. As, 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 a matter, as a matter of fact, when he got to that point, not only did he not look like Orson Welles, but when he's having to yell, he he kind of loses he does. his ability to sound like him too. But for for a long time he had it. Yeah. he had it, man. Uh, I tell you who somebody that it took me a long time. Where I was like, man, what? Uh, oh, oh no! Before I move on to that, man, let me just say, I love it. I love the scene that he was in, but let me pull up this picture right here, man. Uh, your boy Charles Dance. Oh yeah. Let me. <laughs> no, and when I saw that he was playing Hurst, I was like, okay, that's perfect. Oh no, it it was. 
What's the movie called? Mink? Let me see. I had this picture here. Uh, of Charles Dance. Oh, there it is. I looked at that and I said, bitch, that's Tywin Lannister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was playing a cold-blooded Tywin Lannister. <laughs> You got a chorus line dancer to dress like Ty- Tywin Lannister. <laughs> well, when he first came on the scene, when he was on the horse, I didn't, I didn't recognize him. I did, but, uh, but at the time, he, he, you know, he was, he seemed to me just for a second, like, all right, you, you playing a different person. But there are moments when, and I only say that because they have a scene where he pulls some Tywin Lannister shit. Yes. Like he, like no matter everywhere the dude sits, it's a throne. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he pulls some shit on Mank, and no. I was just like, "Oh mm. man, that's some Lannister shit right there." <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I did like that. Telling that whole story while just walking yeah. his ass right on out. Yeah, <laughs> boy, he was going hard on somebody dressed like that. Like Norm, you laugh at somebody, but like, man, you can't say nothing to me dressed like that. Not him. Mm-hmm. He was dropping all kind of knowledge. Get the hell out of my house. Uh, somebody that I was really impressed with in here was uh, Tom uh, Tom Pelfrey. Mm. This guy. Oh, his brother. His brother. What, what did we just see him in? I tell you what, we just saw bugging the I, shit out of me. And I was because because like, I was watching that too. Iron Fist, right? My mind was before the thing happened that ruined my mind. I remember who I am now. And I don't gotta sleep on the side. That Uber driver, like, I'm about to put this motherfucker out. That's yeah. Ozark. Oh, okay. Ozark is where I saw, is, is what I remember seeing him in the whole time. He was in Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the, the, the shitty brother in Iron Fist. No, he was in Iron Fist, but I, I was watching him. I remember him. Oh, yeah, I'm not up that far in Ozark. Uh, oh, that's the second season of Ozark. That's so, in the second season? Yeah. Uh, I've seen the second season. Oh, the remember. third season then. That's, uh, what's her name? Uh, the uh, the wife? Uh, yeah, oh. what's her name? That's her brother in the series. Oh, okay. And he's talking, and look, I that dude was so good, I thought he really was a old country yokel hick. Because hmm. you know? he played, you know, when you see somebody for the first time, oh, yeah, yeah. you're thinking like, okay, yeah. that's who they are. Right, Just right. like when you saw, what's his name, a hard candy, you now you think he's a real rapist. <laughs> What's his pedophile. Name? Pedophile. Pa- Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. I saw him. I'm like, yeah, he old country ass redneck. <laughs> and I kept watching the, sh- the the movie. I kept watching Mink. And I'm like, who? I've seen this guy. I've seen this guy. And it took me a while to recognize him. And because he's playing a completely different person. He plays Mink's brother. Oh, I'm seeing it would help if I cut this goddamn sound up sometime. Let's see. Swamp Mank around. I hear you're hunting dangerous game. God bless. William Randolph Hearst. You know, you see him in the movie, and he really, he's, again, he has that, that, that cadence of the time, man. And it's really, uh, he's, he's, you know, it just goes to show how much range this actor has right here. Uh, you know, I, I, it, it, when somebody takes a while for me to realize who, who they are, or it takes a while for me to realize who they are, I'm like, uh, wow, you know, they, they did a good job. And they can, they, can take, they can tackle a lot of roles. At least from what I've seen from these two roles right here. I wish you'd seen him in Iron Fist. You'd be like, I don't ever want to see him ever again. Was he terrible I, in that? Yes. Oh, shit. I mean, it, it, the material was bad. So I mean, it's Iron that's Fist, what it, man. Come what on. it was, but he was not looking good in that thing. He's like, brother, come on. It, it was Iron <laughs> Fist. Wait, didn't know, nobody got out there looking good. Shit, kind of like Jim Carrey right there. Yeah, right there. I, you know, Like I said, oh, and I do have to say that this movie did bring out a lot of range and a lot of people. Uh... Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross 
Well, he just got out of the bar, right? <laughs> He's carrying. <laughs> That's my return resident carrying his ass yeah. right now. I can drive. <laughs> Come on, Atticus. <laughs> um, they, you know, you've usually heard like the moody, almost kind of synth music they've done for a lot of uh, David Fincher's movies and some other things. They did the music here. Yeah, they did the music in Soul, and it's completely different. Uh, see, I didn't see Soul yet, and I heard that they were doing the music mm-hmm. in Soul. Mm-hmm. And I, and being I haven't seen it yet, I'm, being, I'm actually looking very much forward to hearing what that is like. But here, you know, again, you know, they're they're expanding, man. Yeah, they're doing a yeah. lot of stuff that's very different from what you've heard before. You know, uh, like I said, worked a lot with David Fincher. A lot of that stuff was very dark, very moody, very synth. And it's and it's now it's like uh, they have you know they 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 can fit different genres. Mm-hmm. The music fits that period it very does. well it that does. they do here. You know, David Finch is, is turning into a somebody that I really love. <clears throat> I, sometimes I don't like every film a filmmaker does, but if they can show that they they can take on different genres, they can make a different movie that feels uh, much different from the last film, or take on uh, you know different stories. I, I like that. David Fincher has done so much, man. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of things like anywhere from Fight Club to Benjamin Buttons. You oh, know, so many things. So many things. You know, uh, the the uh, what do you call it the 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 Social Network. Yeah, Gone uh, Girl. Gone Girl. You know, Alien, which is what we start out with. You know, like there's, there's so many things he's done. Not not to, not to mention the stuff that he's produced, like uh, Mind Hunters, Mind Hunters, mm-hmm. and Love, Sex, and Robots. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's he's got a he's got a very eclectic mind, and I think that. Uh, I admire him for that, and now we see him doing this, and this is probably the most different thing that he's done. And as far as I'm concerned, as long as again, you know, I don't know, depending on what angle you're looking for, if you're looking for one of those angles at all, uh, he's done something pretty incredible here. Um, again, I'm not saying that pretentiously, like some critics feel obligated to. I'm telling you right now, because like I said, it's for a very, very, very uh, specific audience, and I'm not gonna sit up here and be like, "Oh, it's about Hollywood, so it must be good." They're talking about things I know about. Nah, man, fuck that. I don't, I don't care about any of that. But I do adore the filmmaking here. I love it so much that I just kind of, I have to give it a, a a full price for that, man. I mean, there's. I look at the filmmaking and I say, you know, this is what I'm talking about when I say people go in and they care about what they're doing. This is, you know, they they genuinely went in wanting to make a particular kind of film, yeah, a particular well, it, vision. I mean, it, it, you know, it's a it's a it's a, a labor of love, and you know, and it, his dad wrote the script. His, you know, his who, who has passed away. So, yeah. So of course, you know, he, he threw his his full passion into it. I'm a big David Fincher fan, and I adore the filmmaking here. Uh, now, I didn't go to film school. Uh, I mean, I do know all of, not all, but I know plenty about uh, Citizen Kane, uh, William Randolph Hearst, yeah. a, a lot of that. So none of that was over my head. Um, but and and as we've said, at least I, I certainly hold to this. Down. I don't consider myself a real critic. It might be on my business card, but I'm not a real critic. And as such. Um, I appreciate this movie, but I didn't like it that much. Um, I found the way it jumped around in time uh, and just what it was kind of coming down to. is like, I, I like what I'm looking at, but I'm not getting a good sense of story flow and this great dialogue here and there. But when it came down to what this was, you know, a lot of what this was about, I was like, man, okay, so... The guy who wrote Citizen Kane isn't who we thought, and this is just to say, like, hey, this is the, the way it it went down. I mean, possibly, you know, a lot of it's is based on a, a 
essay by Pauline Kale, which people have said like, yeah, I don't know about this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I just, it, it's, it's so niche that uh, it kind of, it didn't so much lead me out to where I didn't understand it. It just didn't grab me in a way where I cared that much. It's like, it's, it's interesting to see this stuff play out. And at the same time, I'm not having any feel for it o- on a, something that I didn't like. That's, that's kind of small and it, it doesn't ruin the picture, but yeah. I don't like the romanticizing of how his wife accepted his behavior. Like him being that alcoholic and all the stuff he did. And she was always just there with a smile to back him up. I was like, can we get a little more character in her where she's like not cool with all this? And, and it shows, um, I mean, it, it might not have bothered me if the film was shorter, but that was for a long time with something where I was like, man, I'm waiting for it to catch for me, and it's not doing that. I Just just on the filmmaking alone, I would give it a matinee because all that's brilliant, but for how it impacted me, not much. It didn't impact me either. No, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 don't, I don't think the story is any good either. I mean, I, and that's one of the things that I felt also. It's like it does, it, it, it's too long. Mm-hmm. Two, this movie don't need to be two and a half. Yeah. I mean, two nearly two and a half hours right. long, and it does jump through time a lot. And that's why I'm saying, people, I don't think you know, I don't think there's a whole lot there for people unless you just are really into this like story. Are you really into the filmmaking? When I say story, I'm talking about history. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I thought about watching this. I was like, man, this is similar. I mean, filmmaking's different, but uh, it's story wise, it's similar to to Trumbo. But that really was engaging. Whereas this is not. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's a very well story driven film either. Like, and that's why I have to emphasize the filmmaking. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's you know, the, that's why I say if you love if you love filmmaking that much, which I just I'm pretty just in awe of everything I see as far as the filmmaking goes. That's that's what I can recommend it on. But I agree with you completely. Like, they, they even put up on the screen flashback. Yeah, they keep saying flash. <laughs> even I was just kind of like. God damn, man! How many flashbacks you? Can, I know just several of them. Why can't we just tell this story? Yeah, why well, you got to keep going back? And you know, we got, we don't have to do all that. And I guess what bothers me about that is when it comes to time for awards, Hollywood really does reward films that are about filmmaking, and this yeah. is this is all about that. That's why I have to keep saying because I'm giving this a full price. I really, I mean, I. I I could watch this, and I love I love the scenes. There's so many scenes in here that I just love. I don't I don't need a story. That's and that's rare. Sometimes you just give me some scenes and mm-hmm. I'm fine. I, that means I can just come in and watch this movie in pieces. Mm-hmm. And I will do that again with this because there are so many things that I love to watch in this. But yeah, as far as a whole, it doesn't flow together well. Nah, I agree with you completely on that. I can't. I mean, shit, if you gave this some old bullshit for that, I'd be like, hey, I can't say nothing. You, you right, you know. Oh, oh, well then, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, if you did, I'd be like, I, I get it, man. I mean, it's like, I, yeah, but it really is. It's like, like I'm giving it sort of like an honorary matinee because, of, you know, like I said, the, the craftsmanship is great, but it was not, ultimately, it was not an enjoyable experience. I guess that's the difference between you and me. I guess I really enjoyed the experience, even though I can't recommend it for story at all. Yeah. It's like you just like I, I get it because that's why I'm telling people you don't go into this. <laughs> yeah, be, no, you, no. I'm glad you put all those caveats in the beginning. Man, look when they start talking about best movie of the year uh-huh. and Oscar buzz, don't listen to that shit going mm-hmm. in thinking that anybody can go and watch this. Yep. Not everybody can watch this. 
Cause and 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 you would not be wrong if you watched walked out and said, "Man, I tried to watch that bullshit for five minutes. I can't do that." <laughs> I mean, I think it could last longer than that, but there's just a point where you're like, "Where's this going? What's going? Yeah. Or like I say, if you can just watch it, I was never bored. I enjoyed I enjoyed the whole experience, but I cannot disagree with you at one bit at all. Okay, <laughs> at all. I'm like, yeah, man, you 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 nailed it in those things as far as some of the things I saw too. So there you go, people. There you go. And, you know, like I said, it's like 86 or 90 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I was like, OK, of course it is. Yeah. It's 90 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm surprised it's not more. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> when I say I, that's the thing, it's I a critics want, movie. Yeah. I did not I did not want to read one review of this because mm-hmm. I didn't want to hear people like, oh, my God, this is back in the day when so and so did so. So and Mary Pickford said this, they make a reference to this. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It sounds like you read the review. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't want to hear that shit. No, <laughs> I don't even like being around people like that. Yeah. That's why I don't even talk to people after movies because yeah. I don't want to talk that old shit. I know. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I was just reading. I was like, uh, all right. I wish I was on the same train with you guys. Yeah, I guess I kind of am. But for so, hey, look, we on the same train. We on love the movie, but you start talking about ah, I'm trying to sleep. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm looking out the window. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. See, let me see. So there you go, folks. That is that. Uh, I guess I'll read an email or two from people out sure, there. Sure, let's hear from the peoples. You know, I forgot to even put that up. You know, it's a little too late, but hey, kcool, man. Gmail.com. It is love. Any kind of questions, comments, compliments, insults, input, and our advice. Hit us up on the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So. Deep, 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 and dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Whatever else you want to put in there. Oh... Uh, Let's see, I'm not looking over there. Mm, let me go to the Gamels. Mm. <laughs> so this is this is fun right here. Uh, let me see here. Can you allow this is from T Lee? Can you allow <laughs> the Toasties new and old to live or relive this classic moment in double toasted history? The moment when you and Goodwin let Danielle in on the truth. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew somebody's gonna bring that up. I, I, you know, I don't know if I'll play this right now. I may play it on another show because this is late right now. But yeah, Corey and I, we was we were doing a show with Danielle, and was it Sunday? Were you there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Corey and I, we we were kind of in tune with each other, and we just and I, and one of us started making a joke about to Danielle, who's gullible. Wait, was that because I feel like I wasn't there? I came in late, or maybe you talked about it again the next day with me because I was because okay. I was having to play catch up on the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, what happened was we just one of us started joking and one the other just kind of picked up on it. And it was a joke about how him and I had I don't know if we I don't know how far we took it. I don't know if we just I don't know if we just made out or we actually had sex, but I just said we hooked up. Yeah. And Dan can and of course Danielle was like, Oh my God, I knew it. I knew it, Coleman. I knew it, Goodwin. <laughs> you know, you know how Danielle is. Mm. I knew it. I knew you guys. And I was like, uh, we just went with it. And we, just, and we didn't stand. I don't think we told her that day. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah, see, because it was the next day when I was there. And it was like, and, and you knew about this. And I was like, well, yeah, I knew. But I, but I was just so like, <laughs> I don't know to play. So I got I to gotta keep quiet and keep it as generic as possible until I figure out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'll play it some other time. 
Sub DT. This is from Elijah Rivers. Sometimes a pre-existing song can boost a scene in a movie or show. Immigrant song in Thor Ragnarok, Baby Blue, mm-hmm. at the end of Breaking Bad. Do you guys have any examples of scenes and song making for an epic combination? Oh, I mean, there's mm. a few movies out there like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you watch, uh, a lot of people might mention this, but if you watch Dead Presidents, man, uh, there's a scene where somebody gets their ass beat with a Lorenz Tate comes in, beats somebody with a with a, a cue stick, a pool a, a pool stick. Uh-huh. And I think they I think it's either done to and it has been a long time I've seen it, but it's either done to Isaac Hayes to walk uh, on by. Uh, either walk on by or it's done to uh, James Brown. Hmm. It's funny. I was thinking about uh, <clears throat> Dead Presidents lately. And matter of fact, that and uh, uh, Minister Society, I was like, man, I need, man, I need to have a Lorenz Tate double feature. <laughs> a Minister Society, yeah. Uh, there was a there was a uh, scene in the in Shaft. Shaft is a movie with Jane, the 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 they call it, Sam Jackson one. I love the, the uh, first one. The first one, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. I like that movie less. When I then when I saw it the first time, but there is a there are a few things in there. For one, I like Wright Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, he's fantastic. I love him. And there's a couple of scenes in there. Like there's a scene where Sam Jackson is beating the shit out of somebody, and some cops drive by, and they look at each other, and you think the cops are gonna say something, and they just like hey, let him do his thing, and they kept going, <laughs> and they were playing in Black Rob this song called Whoa. And I thought the way the music synced up with that at the time was really good. Any Quentin Tarantino movie has mm-hmm. good music synced up with things. So, yeah, you know, anyway. Oh, let's see here. I don't think that'll be it, y'all. Uh, let me see here. Oh, I guess that's it, boy. Yeah. Get down out of here yet. Yeah. Nothing else? Nothing good. Mm, no. no nothing else. I'm trying to look. All right, y'all. We are out. Let's see here. Oh, shit. Yep. That is it. All right, y'all. It's late. 11.41. All right, we're out of here. Oh, let me see here. And how long have we been doing this? 20-some years. <laughs> no, it was a show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, y'all. We are out of here. Thank you so much. We got to go. I appreciate it. Thank you, Martin. I appreciate it. You bet, Corey. <laughs> You're like, yeah, whatever, man. I'm getting out of here. And that is that. Okay, cool, man. It's a gmail.com. K-C-O-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. Emails with any kind of questions, comments, compliments, insults, input, and our advice. Uh, hit us up on the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And if I'm too busy taking all of your wonderful emails, Martin Thomas. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and even Reddit at Martin underscore no pro. Or look for Martin Thomas on Facebook. And if you're there, join our group, the Double Toasted Fan Page. And people, please join us here. And wait a minute, shit! I got one more email. Ah, shit! One more. Somebody wants uh, 
They say, Martin, they're your biggest fan. And they sent a picture. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I looked at it because I, 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 that's why I was looking at stuff. And I scrolled down. I was like, oh, shit. That's uh, one more thing. That, no, it's not a puppet or anything like that. Actually, let me see here. This is from uh, Paris. It's her birthday. She says here, uh, can I get a uh, shout out from Martin? Oh, uh, hey, happy birthday, Paris. She says, I've been a shooter for a year. A shooter? I don't know. I don't, I, Is that I, like I, with a camera or a basketball or a gun? I was about to say, yeah, maybe she's out in the streets murdering people. I don't know. Okay. Maybe she was looting a little while ago. You know, or, I don't know. Or, or pool? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. But, oh, hey, ha- happy birthday, Paris. I'm trying to see. Well, you never ask a woman how old she is, but she says, I know, I know you all like pictures, so... I gave one of you guys. Here you go. It's my birthday. Happy birthday. She says, love you guys. So there you go. I don't know when her birthday is but or, or how old she is, but there you go. Okay. Oh, well, that's a good way to end the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I should just play the music and just talk over that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, people. Yeah, you know, I'll do that. Hey, and join us. <laughs> <laughs> here, in, here in Austin, Texas. <laughs> Somebody said she's single. I ain't telling you. Because I don't know. <laughs> Paris, are you single? You know, you knew people were going to ask that. Let the people know. Got to solve the Ru- Rubik's Cube to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people. Maybe one day you can catch her in Austin, Texas when it's safe. Until then, you're just going to have to let us know what your plans are for Austin. KCoolMans at gmail.com. That's K-C-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. R-A-P. She says, yes, I'm single. She says, love all y'all. Yes, I'm single. Oh, shit, back up. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> They're running over me to get to you. All right, everybody, that is it. Good night, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're listening to or watching this, goodbye. And stay toasty. Stay toasty.